The Luck Stops here, Big 12 College Football Preview Edition with Dustin Harris, brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's right, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. So that's up to $500 in free play over at MyBookie.ag, and they accept and will pay out in crypto. So you can go on multiple wild rides at once in that situation. I'm a big fan of that. And uh, another big fan of uh, DGen Living is my guest for this one. We're breaking down the Big 12, which, oh, man, I, I have so much to say about this conference, and I'm glad he's on the show with me for this one. From the None Taken podcast, Dustin Hare, everybody. Dustin, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to talk about college football. Nobody, I, I found very quickly, none of the people who listen to my podcast like it when I talk about sports. So <laughs> I just kind of like, just I keep it to myself and annoy well, my coworkers. You know, a lot of times it bleeds into the show, but I decided for the month of August, I'm just going to make it nothing but football. And then from then on out, I'm basically going to do football only on the Patreon. So like, it'll go back to regular programming, but this is kind of like my uh, Patreon telethon month. Trying to get people to go over there and get in on it. Um, the Jerry Lewis of, of sports gambling. Yeah. yeah. So, dude, okay. This is one of the most interesting con- conferences because, like, it's got the made the biggest headlines in the offseason with the possibility now that Texas and Oklahoma are moving to the Big 12. And you're an Oklahoma fan. And I want to get your thoughts on that just immediately out the gate. I, I mean, I mean I they're it. moving. No, no, they're in the Big 12. They're moving to the SEC. I, like, yeah. yeah. I, I hate it. I hate it. Um, I, I'm really excited about it, but I hate it. And um, I hate every team in the SEC. Yeah. There really isn't one that, I mean, there's ones that I just, I, I shouldn't hate. Like, you shouldn't hate Vanderbilt. Cause I, like I, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, come right. on. Or I, 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 but, and I like Kentucky football. Sure. I don't like Kentucky basketball can suck a ball, bag of balls, right. but like, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like. Well, they've got a Stoops brother. You know, it's kind of fun. Yeah, like Kentucky football, I can get behind. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, like, I got to know. Like, dude, the SEC can, they literally have the cocks in their conference. The, the, <laughs> right. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. And multiples of the same thing, right? Like, yeah. There's, there's a few tigers. There's, yeah. There's a few uh, bull. Uh, I believe there's a couple bulldogs. You have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they have one school with like three masks. Georgia Bulldogs. Like, you have the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Yeah. You have the Auburn Tigers, the LSU Tigers. You have. Uh, I mean, just. I don't know. Those, At least I the Crimson Tide the, and the Gators are pretty original, you know. Sure. Like, yeah, that's well, cool. yeah, yeah. The Gamecocks, I mean, you got to give the Gamecocks credit. No one, no one's out there trying they to. They lean into it. They got hats that just say Cox. Like, no, you're you know. right. Vanderbilt's the team to root for if you're gonna root for an SEC team because, like, the Commodores. That's just fucking cool, and it's named sure. after an old rich robber baron from back in the 19th <laughs> right? century. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Whenever they get upset with anything, they're just gonna build a spaceship and fly out of here. Like they got all the money. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, oh man. But like, okay, for for Oklahoma, here's the way I see it. They go from being a team that's eleven and one, twelve and zero every year, with almost a guaranteed spot in the playoff, to a team that's gonna. I think they're still gonna be a playoff contender. Yeah. But they're gonna have those like nine and three seasons in between, a solid playoff run like every three four years instead of yearly having that big 12 ticket kind of thing yeah you can't like pencil in 10 wins anymore yeah because and the reason we know that is because alabama had to fight for every win they made in 2020 like yeah, it wasn't dude. easy and they're fucking alabama like, yeah and i mean they out recruit everybody every year and like i mean when you look at that conference south of especially if like texas and oklahoma i mean i imagine some restructuring but if you, if you picture a scenario where the sec west is bama auburn lsu uh texas a&m Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, that, Arkansas. Yeah, that gets pretty like Missouri. Arkansas. Well, Missouri's in the SEC East right now for no, some reason. Hey, okay, it's, this it's, is like when like the cut. No, the Braves I think they would have to dramatically the restructure the uh, the divisions yeah. there. Yeah, I think know, realignment four, four pods. But do you remember? Weren't the the Braves used to be in the NL West? Yeah, they used to drive me crazy, dude. No, no, what was even worse was back in the old days of the. Uh, um, NFC West after the Rams had moved to St. Louis and stuff like, but before they restructured to where Arizona was still in the a- a- NFC East and then the NFC West was St. Louis. Like it was, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, aren't the Cowboys in the NFC? They are in the East. Like, cause like yeah. historically that's, I got it. But the famous Eastern team, St. Louis, Cowboys. New Orleans and Atlanta were all in the West at one point in the NFC no. Like with the 49ers, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I guess it's still like moderately the Southeastern conference, but 
yeah, it's 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 a uh, they're reaching into the Midwest. Amoeba. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And here's the thing: is like for Oklahoma, I get it. Like they they bring something to the table big time. Where they're yeah. like it's a power program, and not just in football. Like the basketball program is very solid, especially now bringing in Porter Mosier as their head coach, the guy from Loyola Chicago. Or dude, that guy worked miracles there multiple times. And now you're bringing him into like a top flight athletic program that has the money and has the facilities to put behind him. And like their basketball program is going to be no joke in the next few years. Like I promise. It sounds like that. you're going to say something about Texas though. Okay. Now Texas, dude, like <laughs> here's the thing. Like, dude. Yeah. I like, I was a fan of that Vince Young team because I hated you. Oh I mean, my God. I, as I a hate, UCLA fan. I hate Texas with all of my heart. And I, it's the only time I've ever cheered for Texas. It's the only time. I mean, I was so happy. Mike Huff stopped. Uh, he tackled uh, Lindell White. On, yeah, and then yeah. and then Vince Young got to run it in. Yeah, that was an incredible like national championship run. Vince Young was just like amazing to watch in college. Like that was a really fun thing. But outside of that, like I think that like 1970 are their last two national championships, or like or or yeah. technically it's 2021 now. So like they have one national championship last 50 years. Yeah. They they uh. Dude, they've had I, – I've done my homework on this one. They've had – okay, since Mac Brown – I forget what year Mac Brown left as head coach, but it was like 2013, mm. I want to say, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Okay, since Mac Brown left as head coach, they have approximately one season over seven wins. Yeah. They, they, no, they're they're, uh, they're they, – I mean, the SEC paid full price for Texas when they could have just got Oklahoma State as an open box, right? Yeah, right. Like, dude, yeah. I would have – that's a much – and I'd rather have that in-state rivalry coming together as a package sure. deal. Um, but yeah, no, Texas tries to act like they're on that level with Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and, and Clemson, and they're not, dude. They're no. not an elite program. It's laughable. Like, dude, like they get they lose to TCU every year. Yeah. What makes you think Alabama's gonna be an right. easier match? Oh, dude, no. Well, they they start <laughs> off this season. They're playing like. Let's uh, go over their schedule. Let's do okay, it. Okay, sure. Yeah, because okay, be I, I want to get to this because like first off, I think here's the thing is. Oklahoma and Texas, by moving out of the Big 12, are going to have a huge target on their backs from the other teams. For one, the next one, four years. For the ne- wanting to fucking stick it to them until they're gone, right? But the oh, thing is, is Oklahoma can take it. Oklahoma's yeah. used to being the hunted. Oklahoma's on that level. Whereas fucking Texas, dude, they're, dude, they're like... Baylor's gonna fucking get over on them a couple times. You watch, dude. Like, I, I dude, don't like know that they're gonna beat Arkansas. TCU was gonna watch TCU, Kansas State. Oklahoma State, Iowa State, all those programs are going to be rolling them up hard the next few years. They're Dude, all I better. They, I, I don't know that they make it through week one this year. Dude, yeah, well, who do they got? Arkansas or? Uh, no, Louisiana. Louisiana, and Louisiana is no joke. Formerly Louisiana only... Monroe. Yeah. Right. But they're, 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 they're no only joke. lost last year. You know what their only loss was last year, right? Who? The fancy chickens. The um, oh yeah, the Chanticleers, the yeah, Coastal yeah. Carolina. Yeah, the coaches poll just came out. They're number twenty-five. Yeah, see, so that's that's not a fucking give me game. No. They, and they play Arkansas the week after that, right? Yeah. Those are, yeah. So they, those they are two insane. Yeah, and that's a that's an old school Southwest Conference rivalry game. Yeah. That's a fucking dude. That's they're very easily zero and two out the gate there. So oh, yeah, I loaded fifty bucks on them uh, under seven and a half wins. That's I. I yeah I think what did I write down I put that, okay under seven I'd feel a little uncomfortable with realistically I feel like they're oh, I lost you a little bit no yeah there we are sorry I lost him just real quick but he's back okay so what were you saying there um they they're they're gonna be losing to well oh I said I have them at about eight and four up to maybe ten and two. Texas? Te- I don't think they'll be ten and two. So I see them definitely losing. At, I, I think they. I, I think see their losing. best season at seven and five. I see them maybe as like so a you, four and eight team this year because but, I think they're going to get Iowa State's best shot. I oh, yeah. I, I think they're going to get uh, Kansas State's best shot. I think they're going to get fucking Oklahoma State's best shot. I'm going to give them three losses right there in conference. Okay. So now, and if, and so like, dude, Louisiana and Arkansas to start the season, no joke. Let's just say they go one and one there. So that's four losses right there. 
And we're not I even know. including Oklahoma Look, yet. I like making fun of them, but I just can't really imagine them going one and one there. But like I can but I can also imagine them going one. They were losing to Iowa State before that well, was a fun thing to do. And here's right? another fun thing about them that I haven't got into yet is that they do they could have got a lot of coaches this offseason. Who do they go out and get? <laughs> fucking Steve <laughs> Sarkeesian, dude. Yeah. Cuddy Sark himself. Yeah. The fucking booze. If you're not familiar with Steve Sarkeesian's work, he was last last year he was offensive coordinator at Alabama. But he was able to parlay that into a head coaching job. But before that, he was head coach at Washington, USC. Uh, and at USC, he got fired because he was a he was a dr- fall down drunk and like. But he was not fired on the tarmac, which is an improvement over his replacement. That's true. That's true. Like yeah, or he didn't get replaced. He, yeah, he didn't get fired. Lane, Lane Kiffin got 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 fired in between the plane and the terminal. I and think. the funny thing is, Lane Kiffin and him were both uh, Pete Carroll assistants at the same yep. time. Yep. And he was a dude. Sarkeesian was a former BYU quarterback. And that's why I think it's funny, like like him and Jim McMahon kind of break the mold on BYU quarterbacks when you guys <laughs> drink a case of beer a night. Yeah, like, yeah. like they're fucking absolute well, train BYU wrecks. doesn't get shit on enough for what they they're like famous for punching people in the dick. Like yeah, that's something yeah. that like they're they're like no school should be famous for this. Well so I, BYU has an unfair advantage because all those guys go on a Mormon mission, so they got a bunch of twenty five year old fifth year seniors everywhere. Like Yep, yep, yep. Um dude, no, so like uh the the thing with like Texas is like Steve Sarkeesian like dude let's just say they start off on a rough patch here okay well yeah they've got two so they have two guys that might be quarterback they've that's not the guy to, the guy to get you game. that's not the coach to coach you out of a rough patch no, to start the season not. and no. I don't think he can handle the pressure of getting ready for this conference like it, it's gonna take us like dude I think Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma will be just fine with this because the the program has insulated itself and has made itself yeah. a legit brand. Whereas Texas tries to act like they're on that like that swinging dick level, but they're dude, they're basically a UCLA. I'm a huge UCLA fan. They're basically on UCLA's level right now. Yeah, they're a polo logo. Yeah, like they're yeah, they sell shirts very well. Yeah, like and, they sell a fuckload of UCLA shirts in Southern California. Yeah, their basketball team's much better than their football yeah. team too. Yeah. <laughs> like, and people. Yeah. Are, and and those boosters are going to eat Sark alive as soon as as soon as he has you know a four loss season. Yeah, if he drops that week one to uh, Louisiana, that seat gets hot quick. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when we look at their season this year, look at I don't the, think let's, that... let's look at. Do you have the schedule pulled okay. up? Uh, I, I kind of have the notes on it in order. But okay, I'll I'll, I'll pull it up real up. quick because okay. like I I did take the under seven and a half here and dude like. I gotta say, man, they really don't. I don't think they got it, dude. Like I just don't. And my buddy Colby Dant over at the College Football Experience really kind of helped sell me on them even more because it's like on on the seven. Yeah, and Ryan Kramer on the Sports County podcast. So it was like, um, when I like when I the more I looked into it, I was like, dude, this is like they're giving this one away, you know, like. Because, because, and here's the thing: is they do have that big fan base that will fucking bet them ride or die, no matter what. And so, yeah, but they don't even sell out home games, like you know, yeah. You know, I mean, that's neither here nor there with betting. But I'm sorry, but like, I just, I, I don't, I don't feel okay. like their home base. Is so there. they open up at home against uh, Louisiana, which, dude, th- that's a potential. It's going to be really tough. That's going to be a like, tough yeah, one, but yeah. I think they win that one. But I could easily see them uh, September 11th. Never forget. <laughs> get rolled up in Arkansas. I could easily see that. And Rice as a third non-conference game is not a gimme either. No, they might get beaten by food. Rice is not a bad program this year. They have the former Stanford offensive coordinator to get beaten by food. <laughs> <laughs> like but like dude, they like dude, their former their head coach is the former offensive coordinator from Stanford. They play that tough physical style where they slow it down. And yeah. the team that does long possessions is prone to pull an upset here and there. Well, like, tell me about it. Oklahoma almost lost to Army a couple of years ago in the same thing. Yeah, like yeah, because they run that triple option. Yeah, and dude, when you sit on, when every time you have the ball, you have it for fucking eight to ten minutes. Yeah, right. It's fucking hard to fucking do your thing against them. So uh, you so two and one or three and zero oh coming out of non conference. Yeah, I got them coming into two and one there, but I'm not. I can see that being a one and two very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine that, too. Again, because they have two inexperienced quarterbacks. They don't know who the quarterback's yeah. going to be. But they have a stud at running back. Bichon, and Rice, has ser- Rice and, and Lafayette both have serious motivation uh, because they could be a Big 12 replacement for Texas and Oklahoma. 
you know, I didn't even think about schools that would replace them. I just thought about all the schools going somewhere else. When Oklahoma left, I just I, yeah, I there's a good like, chance. Just call it big lots. It's there's big a lots good chance the conference just gets absorbed by the SEC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. But they'll reconstitute the Big East surrounding. I think it would be West cool Virginia. if the Pac-12 added like Texas Tech, Baylor, and Oklahoma State, and you're like, oh, that's kind of funky. But dude, that would make the basketball like off yeah. the hook. Like, yeah, yeah, and I think it fits with Colorado, former Big Twelve yeah. team too. You know? Yeah, like, dude, that would make the basketball program like in the conference. Yeah. That make it would be easily one of the best basketball conferences. We right there yeah. with everybody. Yeah, and it yeah. already was one of the best basketball. Con- but okay, yeah. I don't want to get too sidetracked. Yeah, no, it's fine. All right, then they play at home against Texas Tech. That's a, like, see, all these Tech's conf- terrible. Tech, Te- Tech I mean, is terrible. I'll give them a win there, but that's another one where, dude, in-state rivalry, anything yeah. can really happen. You know, yeah. I and will Texas give them. Tech has. No, I'm definitely giving them a loss the, the week after at TCU. Okay, yeah. So what do I yeah. got about? I got them at uh, three and two right now. Okay, <laughs> and then a loss at, against Oklahoma at home or, or in the Cotton Bowl. That's a that's because that's a road game on TCU, right? Sorry. Yeah, they're at TCU. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I think they lose that. Yeah, I mean, and I and I expect them to lose against Oklahoma in the Red River. Yeah. Yeah. So that's three and three. The seat's starting to get warm on Sark. Oh, that's does, bad. That's yeah. Does yeah. he start hitting the bottle? I was just gonna say those exact <laughs> words. Like, yeah. Okay. 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 See, does Cuddy start live up to his name? And then they're at home against Oklahoma State. I'm giving him a loss there. Dude, Mike Gundy has a good fucking team, and Mike Gundy's a da- Mike Gundy's a much better coach than Scarsesian. He will have his guys ready to play in that game more than Sarkeesian will. He's not bringing back a lot of starters. They they have uh, only have six out of the eleven on defense, and they're bringing back eight of eleven on offense, which is pretty good. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think, and I think, dude, I think Oklahoma's a physical team, a much more physical team. Like they're going to play on the rest of their schedule. So I always like anytime you play an Oklahoma, an Ohio State, an Alabama, a Clemson, bet do whatever team's playing them, bet against them the week after, because that team's oh, going to be that. beat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not, and they're, and dude, even if they if, if they pulled an upset or they played them close right. or right. whatever, the, they're probably going to underperform the week after because it's not it's as a, big of a game an for them. Emotional high, it, and yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. And they're eighteen. Oh, you froze just a minute. Two-year-olds, like you know, something eighteen to twenty-two-year-olds to pull a bunch of shit off like this, like yeah, yeah, like um, okay, they're at Baylor next. I'll give them a win there to balance back out to four and four. But dude, it doesn't get any easier down the stretch. No, and and Aranda's a good coach, like yeah, dude, that's their coach, right? Is Aranda? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not. this is their second year. He's defensive focused, so they're if they're having trouble putting their offense together. And that's uh, at Baylor too, dude. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Aranda's an O line coach, so uh, I, I I feel like they really might have their offense clicking because Sonny Dykes. Wait, is Sonny Dykes there or Sonny Dykes at? Uh, no, that's somewhere else. Somewhere else. Isn't he? At, he's Dykes. at SMU, right? No, Sonny. Uh, I think Sonny Dykes. God, I wrote it down. Well, forget it. I, I apologize. <laughs> Okay, well, the week after that, they're at Iowa State. That's a loss. Yeah, Iowa State might win the conference. Yeah, yeah, I, dude. I was, you're not as hot on Iowa State as I am, but... They're a top-10 team right now, and I mean, dude, I'm not yeah. going to argue it until they lose, but we'll see how they do. I just think when you have a program like that with that much... High, when they have the target on their back now, we'll in, see how they respond. In terms of betting, it might not be a good bet, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they might not yeah. be covering the spread every week, but they got the wins, you know? Yeah, like, they, they, uh, they have... Um, they they have they they have one of the best chances to I mean because they're bringing back their quarterback from last year, uh, world class running back. Yeah, I mean, they, dude. I think they're real hot. But they're they're you you I think I heard you say before you think their defense is gimmicky and people will catch on to it soon. But this is like five or six years of them doing this. It's basically like the air raid. No, I didn't say that. Oh, it wasn't you. Maybe it was no, 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 no. That, that I would not. I would not make a. I would not make that detailed of a comment about an Iowa State defense. I can guarantee. <laughs> I do not know that much about cyclone defense, dude. But like, honestly, you should have. If you're a team like, I always think you should build your team around your mascot. So like, if you're yeah, <laughs> the cyclones, you should have a crazy swarming defense with an aerial attack. Yeah, like that's what you, the identity of your team should be. Yeah, Sooners <laughs> should get into your backfield and steal your football. Sooners make sense. Like, dude, some of these mascots are really like the Buckeyes. What the fuck is a like a? It's I, a poisonous nut, right? I like, think so. Yeah, that's yeah. so stupid. A poisonous yeah. nut, like yeah. that's. Watch out for our football team. Oh god, 
Okay, so they're at home against Texas the week after that. So what do I what do I have them there? Texas Tech. I had them at five and four, five and five. I yeah, or I mean against Kansas. Kansas. So I'll give them their six. I'll give them a six win here. <laughs> so I'll give them six wins. But then they I go on the road seven. to West Virginia. They go on the road to West Virginia and they're at home against Kansas State. I'll give them losses on both those. And I think out of and I gave them a win against Baylor. I gave them a win against Texas Tech. Um, but honestly, and I gave them a win against fucking like uh, Lafayette and Rice. Basically, honestly, I would not be surprised if they get sung once, if not twice, in those games. So I would expect their running back to rush for over a thousand yards. That's one thing you can count on with Sark. Even if they have a good quarterback, they still have a good running back, and nobody ever kind of talks about that. If they pull that off, they have a thousand yard back. Do you still see them losing all these games? Yeah, do you, I mean, well, yeah, because like, especially if they have the thousand yard back, yeah, because sure, they're not going right? to be able to yeah. compete, compete yeah. with these high powered passing offenses that they go to. Against. So if they're sitting there running the ball and then Oklahoma goes up twenty and they and they're getting selling for field goals because they can't get right. it in the end zone, all of a sudden Oklahoma's up twenty one six on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, as a Sooners fan, that's when the refs come in, but that's my own bias. Though. Yeah, no, I did. That's what happened. Fucking, uh, uh, what was it? Well, the one. I, but, yeah, I'm not high on Texas, and I just think it's a joke that they're having a tough time competing with the Kansas States and TCUs of the world right now, and they think they're going to fucking compete with Alabama. That's an it's, absolute crock of shit. And it, I mean, do you see this going four years? Do you think they're actually going to No, they'll do the buyout. And they'll, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they do the buyout after this year on it, and they, they just eat the bullet. Because they okay. both programs have the money to fucking look, to, to do that, make that kind of move. And and SEC is fine moving ahead with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they okay. would they would take that dude, the press and everything. Oh man, they would. Yeah, and it would create I mean, a domino effect, and so who knows what the fuck would happen? Oh, this yeah. The, I mean, I don't think we can really even imagine what the changes are to this sport in the next yeah. couple of seasons. Yeah. So yeah, get ready for a wild ride, everybody. And like, yeah. I, that's all the time I want to spend fucking shitting on Texas. But I think that's I, fine. I think I covered every point. But I do like. Yeah. Hey, I'm just gonna put. Right now, I do like your Sooners to win the conference. I think it's a okay. fucking one of the safer picks you can make. Uh, there is a lot of juice on the bet, though. So I don't know if you want to bet them to win the conference. I would probably bet their season win total, which is like 11 and a half, I think, or, 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 or 10 and a half. So it's like, do you think yeah. they're a two-loss team or a one-loss team when it comes down to it? I think they're more in line a one-loss team, if anything. Dude, Maybe somebody I, sneaks up and bites them. But right. – uh, I, I think they're legit. The crazy one for me is Kansas State. Kansas State's won yeah. beat them the last two years. I know. It's in with a new head coach. Yeah, he's it's, two and zero against the Sooners. Dude, and they ran. Dude, they like all their defensive backs had COVID last year, and they <laughs> they ran out fucking like six wide re- backup wide re- like scout team wide receivers to play in their secondary for that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, their, if their quarterback didn't get sick, I think they probably would have won out, and the Sooners would have been. Yeah, like their entire defensive game. backfield. Um, team meeting rooms or whatever were COVID exposed yeah, units or whatever they call it. Yeah, dude. Like I, I don't know how that didn't affect the rest of the defense. Anyway, so let's see what William Hill has. It's over under at eleven. So you could get a push with one loss. Uh, you need them to go twelve and zero to win. Uh, I mean, yeah, this, it's, this it's, is the most loaded I remember them being since like oh eight oh nine. I'm okay. You know? I, to me, if you like, if you really think they're a twelve and zero team, um, you're better off betting Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman. Mm. Because you're going to get some yeah. odds on you there, and even with an 11 and one, or dare I say, a 10 and two season, he could still hypothetically win the Heisman with the big year. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so, yeah. like, and he's got good targets. I mean, that's what's expected. Is the wide receivers should step up. Hazelwood, Weiss, and Mims also do a really great job. And that'll, like you, you know, you've talked about that before. A lot of times, these winners are good because of the, you know, the talent on their team. So yeah. Like the guys that win big in college win because they have fucking all American receivers and linemen protecting them. It's not like you don't necessarily have that talent gap working in your favor when you hit the pros, like chances are the team you go to is going to have a beat up O line. That sucks. Right. And and in terms of Oklahoma, there are some questions on the O line. They lost a couple linemen. So, you know, that, that could determine how, how comfortable he is back there. But no, I, I mean, I think questions. Spencer Rattler. I mean, dude, he's the Heisman favorite right now. I think he was at seven to one last I saw. Um, yeah, and he's got a great arm, dude. Yeah, like the guy's an absolute stud. Like, wouldn't be surprised if he's the number one pick in the draft next year. Can he go pro? Was yeah, he, a I think he can after this year. After yeah. this yeah, year, yeah. Before, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I dude, like, 
So yeah, I think it, the, the middle part of their schedule is the kind of the the question mark for me. Who do they have? Like they go a stretch. Of, they do West Virginia at home after non after the non conference. Then they have Kansas State on the road. Then the Red River Shootout, and then TCU at home. And all, I mean Kansas State. Okay, the and, only the one that really scares me there for them is Kansas State on the road. Like they, like I said, they've yeah. lost to them two years in a row. I know. And yeah, last yeah. year was insane because it was at home. Or they blew what, like a twenty-seven point lead? It was yeah, insane. I, I started to relax. I was like, I think we're going to be good. It's fine. They're just drinking beers, and oh my god, it got away. From I had a bet on Kansas bad. State, uh, where I was getting like twenty-eight points, and I was like, when they were up twenty-seven, I was like, they went up big quick, and I was like, oh, this isn't going to cover. This is this is stupid. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh my god, they fucking covered. They, I think I teased them too. So it was like a ridiculous number I had on them, like thirty-three or something, or something. It was some. I forget exactly, but it was, it was a, yeah. and then I ended up losing the teaser on something else. So it didn't really fucking matter because I took Oklahoma live at the last, I was like, Oh dude, they'll pull this out. And then they lost. And I was like, ah, yeah. shit. Yeah. And so that's yeah. live game. I, I don't talk about live gambling like that, enough, though. but it's the crack cocaine of sports gambling. Cause you're sitting there watching it and you're like, what's the, Oh, they have a new line that just came out a second ago. Let's get in on that. Let's get in on that. Oh, God, 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 God. And is that just the house? Like trying to find angles to like, yeah, make up for keep the money going. They think they're going to have, uh huh. I mean, it just keeps it going. It's like, but if you watch a game live, basically every time a team scores, it affects the live line. Like, here's sure. what I always advise. If you're going to bet live, a good way to do it is like, let's say the chiefs this year in the NFL, like they're going to be a fa- big favorite for a lot of their games this season. Uh huh. So let's say they're a 13-point favorite, and you want to bet them that week, but you're like, ah, fuck it. Because like, all that needs to happen is for them to win, or lose the coin toss, the other team to drive down and get a field goal, maybe even a touchdown, and they're down 7 nothing, and all of a sudden that spread dropped to 9 points. Right. And, and I, you, know, you, you get them at 9 instead of 13, and they're still going to have the ball the same amount of possessions. They just didn't have, yes, have to win the opening coin toss. So you get in after the other teams maybe got what you could imagine to be an extra possession, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Like right away, mm-hmm. and then and then mm-hmm. you, I mean, you're you're literally betting a coin toss by waiting to do that, or you, yeah. you could just not play it, you know, if you don't think the line's right. Like that is that does sound like a lot of fun. Can you do that online anywhere? Or do you have yeah, to do that mybookie.ag oh, nice. is, uh, offers a full live betting menu, which is, dude, it's it gets insane because like you got to re- like especially like in basketball, you got to refresh it so quick. Mm-hmm. No, right. Yeah. But in football, dude, there's plenty enough time in between plays where it makes live betting very, very fun. Like baseball right. too is good for it because it's like baseball seems great for it. Yeah, basketball. Like, dude, I can't even imagine being the person updating it like for that for the sports because like, like that the, sounds dude, horrible. It'll wildly change. Like a guy hits a leadoff double, and then you're sitting there and it's like, wait, the guy like there's a guy on second now, no outs, but then the guy strikes the next two guys out and the line drastically right. changed the other way, kind right, of thing. Right. It's Actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. So, yeah, live betting, dude, I'm a big proponent of it. Uh, I think everybody should be doing it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really think if you – 11 such a weird number for me because it's not 10.5, it's not 11.5. And, a half. Like you, there's and the, you're basically saying if they're going to win 11 games, they should win 12. 12, like, yeah. But yeah. I don't want to push on 11 games there. No. I mean, yeah, you don't yeah. lose. And you right. don't lose the money. Like a push yeah. means you don't win, you don't lose. But dude, if my, if I'm betting on a team in a preseason and they win 11 games, I better be fucking hitting it. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, yep. And so yep. I don't know if you can buy that down to ten and a half. I jump on that. I'd I'd pay minus 140 to get it at ten and a half instead well, of taking what? the 11 at fucking minus. If, if you just want to bet it for the fun of it and like the excitement of the season, I mean that 11 is going to come down to their last two games, and the yeah. last two games are Iowa State and Bedlam. So Iowa State followed by Oklahoma State are the last two. So if I mean that that's probably peak excitement for that. And those you know, might be the two best teams they play on their conference schedule this year. Yeah, on paper, well. I'm a, I'm a little lower on Oklahoma State, but yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely Iowa State. I, don't, I always feel like Mike Gundy's one of those guys where when you're not expecting them to have a team, they, they go 10-2. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has some new lucky haircut or something. Yeah, he gets a he re, he, re, he re-energizes his mullet. He plug, plugs yeah. it in. And... I think he has a toupee now instead of a mullet. Yeah. something he's, weird he's going awesome. on. If you're not familiar <laughs> with Mike Gundy, he's the guy who famously uh, was talking about a I'm player. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> One of his famous quotes of screaming, I'm a man, I'm 40. Really top-notch entertainment. Yeah. That's uh, why he doesn't read the newspaper. That's what he said after that. All right, so let's run through the fucking rest of these divisions. The rest of the, like, I also think it's hilarious that the Big 12, um, 
is the, the conference with 10 teams. Oh, the Big I don't even 10. remember how many they have. Sometimes I think they only have nine. I can't, yeah. Do they have 10? Yeah, they have 10. They have 10. Okay. Yeah. And then it's the, nine other teams. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then they, because they play a nine game schedule. Yeah. Because they, they actually changed the rule just so they get a conference championship. That's right. Yeah. Dude, you know, I'm okay with betting. Year they didn't have them. Yeah, so it's like it used to be you had to have 12 teams with two divisions of six teams each to play each other in a conference championship game if you're going to have one. And they changed it for the Big 12, so it's like if you have a 10-team conference and you play a round-robin schedule, meaning all teams play each other, you have to play nine conference games, everybody has to play each other, then you can take the top two and make a conference championship out of them. So that's kind of how they, they reach it. Dude, but Oklahoma's only at minus 160 to win the conference. So you're putting up 10, 16 to win 10. I would do that. I, I was thinking they were like a two to one, three to one favorite. Yeah. I would yeah. take it at minus 160. I think that's a I safe bet. I think so bet. too. I mean, I think that as, going into the season, this is the most, like, if they don't win a national championship this year, it's a failure. Like, getting to the playoff isn't good enough this year. Right? I get that. But from a gambling perspective, I like the minus 160 conference, win the conference championship game much better than 11 wins over under. Because yeah, in, in, yeah. with a minus one sixty conference championship game win, there's a scenario where they go ten and two or nine and three because Rattler gets hurt God, right. for God some unforsaken sure. reason. But they still go ten and two, nine and three, and they still make it to the conference championship game. Right. And he gets healthy in time to win it. Yeah. And you still hit your bet. Like that's literally what makes college football so much fun. What you just described is like that's happened. Like yeah, yeah, that kind of like. So there's a like I don't know I I think they're the safe play here. Um. We'll go down the rest of the line. Iowa State's at plus 260. We've already talked about them a little. Uh, I do like their coach, Matt Campbell. I, I yeah, do too. I, I think he – and here's the thing is, does he stay there in Ames, Iowa, or does he move on to like uh, – I don't know, because I'm trying to think of a big program that might – like Florida State. A big program I think a that, lot of big programs were hiring, and he turned them down. I don't think he wants to. I think he well, wants to – Well, sometimes guys turn the big programs down on the first and second wave and then yeah. get hit on the third one, like – Look at Chris Peterson, dude. He stayed at Boise forever yeah. and then finally left for Washington because his wife wanted to live in Seattle. Like, yeah, and then he's there for like five years. Yeah, that, you, right? I mean, yeah. you never know when this kind of thing is going to happen. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do, like I always say, I, I think they're properly priced at plus 260. Um, I think if somebody's going to win this conference outside of Oklahoma, it'll, it will be them, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I have them penciled in as 11 and 1. I, wait, no, I think I got fucking Texas at minus 8. Over under at eight and a half. Yeah. I think that's what I got. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot more. I like that. Yeah. A lot I think more. it was I something. Like, I just, yeah, yeah, I just need them to lose five. You go seven and five to win it or just eight, eight and four, whatever. I like, see that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But low seven. I, I was, the way I was looking at their schedule, though, I could easily see them going five and seven, six, <laughs> six and six. Like, well, right. Because like Kansas has always been bad. And I don't know how long ago it was, but Texas like just lost to Kansas. I was so pissed. Well, like, we'll get to Kansas in a minute, dude. Cause like I did, they broke my heart this last off season, but no, yeah, I would say it's a plus two sixty. I don't know. I think if somebody's going to win this conference outside of Oklahoma, it's them. So if yeah. you don't feel like laying, if, if you're the guy, if you, if you want to be, be a risk taker and you, you'll want to, you know, make a little bit more on, on, on a little bit smaller bet. I always say it's the player because the next one is Texas at plus 400. That's insane. There's no scenario where Texas wins this fucking conference championship game this year. Yeah. I'll eat my own dick if they fucking <laughs> win. That. God, I hope that, that sound like doesn't come back to bite <laughs> on me, you know? <laughs> Your own dick? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll eat a dick. Okay. 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 Sure. I'll, I'll go to the local butcher, exotic butcher. Uh, I found out of of, of a butcher recent, close by that sells a camel ground camel. No, maybe I could find a camel dick or something to they eat. They got away know? on a dick. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, if good. they got ground camel, they definitely serve some sort of dick I could eat. So yeah, you can find it. Yeah. I'll eat dick if Texas wins and pays a plus four hundred. I apologize to any Texas fans. I'm not sure if I really have any listeners in Austin. If so, I feel sorry. I I, 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 I like your basketball program. Don't a lot. A lot of people in Austin don't like Texas. Like they're yeah. they're oddly fickle. Like they're I don't yeah. know. I don't get it. So the next up is Oklahoma State at plus twelve hundred. I've already said okay. how much I like them and Mike Gunny this year, and this is the kind of year where he sneaks up on you. Them at twelve to one is not the dumbest thing you can bet on. No, you know, no, not at all. yeah, that'd be a good payout if you hit. I yeah, mean, five dollars. You, yeah. you don't notice five bucks, and if it pays sixty, right. you're you're styling on that one. That's, yeah, I, and same with TCU at twenty to one, dude. Well, that's wait, a before, 
uh, yes, I agree because they they they've got some weapons. But on uh, back on on Oklahoma State in the last ten years, they've averaged ten wins. Like it's, yeah, and there's I think I want to say I keep using the word ten, but. I think there's only 10 Dude, teams that do that. That's that the thing is that they are a better program over the last decade than Texas hands yes. down right. bar none. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason they should be an underdog to Texas in that game when it rolls up. They should right. be favored. Like they're the yeah. better fucking team, better program. They win more games every year for a reason. Oh yeah. And like it's just, it's so weird that Texas I I I'm, I'm getting getting sidetracked on those cocksucks again, but, but yeah. Oklahoma State's legit. Yeah, dude, that's a great note there. Dude, that they've averaged 10 fucking wins for 10 straight. That's ridiculous, dude. And, and I think there's only 10 teams that can say that. I which mean, is like, Mike Gundy is a future college football Hall of Famer, dude. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to say that, but it's yeah. true. And the it's shame true. is, it's just he's got to play a rivalry game against Oklahoma every year. Right. You know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, like, I'm so surprised he hasn't gone somewhere. Like, I don't know. Cause I could see him going to, like, I, I could see him going to, like, Michigan. If Har- they get rid of Harbaugh, like he would be a yeah. guy to turn that around. He yeah. would be a guy to get them to compete with Iowa State, but he wouldn't want to go back to being the second banana in a big rivalry. But like, but, dude, if he went to like the ACC yeah. and went into like the the conference, the division where it's like wide open, where it's like, dude, yeah, he could make a run with like NC State, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, I could, was, I, yeah. I could see him pulling that together, dude, easily. Um, okay, up next, TCU. I'm a big Gary Patterson fan. Me I, too. I think he is really entered like. Kind of helped reinvent defense in the last 20 years, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I think that Iowa State's doing what they're doing because uh, what he did was originally. What he was doing. Yeah, yeah, right. And they're starting to do what he did in the NFL the last few years, too. Uh-huh. So it's like you're starting to see more and more Belichick's of his. Belichick's doing that. Yeah, Belichick even is, is taking stuff from him and doing it at that level. Like, Gary Patterson's a hell of a coach, dude. 20 to 1, TC. That's another one. Like, if you want to bet this conference, I think there's two ways to do it. You bet Oklahoma for, like, 15, 20 bucks to win 10, 20 or whatever. I, and I'm just using these numbers as I mean, you guys bet what you want on it. Uh, or you take that 10, 15, 20 bucks and you split it between like TCU at 20 to one, West Virginia at 50 to one and Kansas state at 50 to one. Cause those are all three programs that can sneak up and bite a dick out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to pay huge if you hit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and again, like it's like you don't lose much to get a good score on that. Yeah, and if any one of those three hit, you're profiting you're very on nice. All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, right. you know, so TCU is a bad schedule though. Like, I, if if you are considering, I mean, again, no, yeah, that's the thing in terms of their spread, but but it's one of those things where if they have a couple of injuries that break their way, you know, on other sure. teams where they get an easier matchup on one of those road games that they have. Dude, they they can seek up a bite. Like, dude, they they yeah, are. They can out coach. They, they, they their coach can out coach yours usually. Yeah, that's the thing is like with them, Iowa State and uh, Kansas State outside of Oklahoma. Like, I'll give those pr- programs pr- and, and Oklahoma State. I'll give them a schematic advantage against Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor. Can- like, mm-hmm. they're going to come with a better game plan every week. Yeah, that, right. that that's just how that's going to go down. Right. Um. Wait, uh. On Iowa State, or not Iowa State, on TCU, uh, you're a Pac-12 guy. Do you remember the I'm 2000- a UCLA guy. The rest okay, of the Pac-12 well, you- can fucking eat a dick with me if Texas wins. Well, noted uh, UCLA extension school, Cal, did, had uh, one of the greatest bowl games ever in 2018 against TCU in the Cheez-It Bowl. And somehow the scheduling gods put the rematch of the Cheez-It Bowl on September 11th. Oh, man, that's a fun one, huh? Let me pause, and I think we'll get you back in a second. TCU schedule, dude. Brutal. <laughs> we had to pause yeah. real quick. We lost it. Uh, Nashville to Vegas can be a funky uh, connection <laughs> sometime. Um, no, yeah, they, they do have a brutal schedule. But like I said, dude, they can, out, they can coach their way there. Um, I think West Virginia is interesting. I, dude, look at like their schedule. I, they have one of the more favorable schedules in this conference, if I'm not mistaken. Um I think things they, could break their way. Yeah, they play Maryland. Yeah, that's a rivalry game for them, which is a really sure. they do a yearly rivalry game there with West Virginia and Maryland, which man, that seems like a lot of fun, like Dundalk trash versus <laughs> versus Appalachian trash. Like uh, that God, seems like a lot of, of the, see, the, the just, worst. Just a wide variety of trash 
in a fucking Maryland, West Virginia. Not, not the least of which is the way they all speak. Right? People Just forget that. Maryland was the one slave state in the North during the Civil War. <laughs> people do forget that. Yeah, you know. I'm people. I forgot that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck, Maryland? Jesus. Yeah, dude. Like, and the only reason why, basically, they wanted to join the Confederacy, but since uh, like eighty percent of DC is surrounded by Maryland, Lincoln put them under martial law during the war. It made them a union-occupied state. I feel like I know a lot about history. Somehow that that all of that skipped skipped me. That is awesome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's why like Harriet Tubman was from Maryland. I think people right. forget that. Like the Mason Dixon line was leaving Maryland to go to Pennsylvania. Okay. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> a little history lesson there for everybody. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> uh, this, speaking of the region, then they play Virginia Tech next. I think. Dude, no. Uh, I got them September 11th against Long Island. Wait, really? West Virginia? Yeah, the LIU post LIU post pioneers. Okay, okay. Dude, they got some like FCS school, like some low level. So like, dude, yeah, and that's Ma- Maryland's god awful. So that's a two and zero start for them right away. Okay. Then well, Virginia hold Tech. Hold on, don't you mean Maryland? Uh... Heavily favored in the Bowser pool for the Big Ten. No, that's Rutgers, man. I'm taking. I thought you did Maryland too. I am thinking Rutgers. No, yeah. man. I'm at, I fuck Maryland at like 200 to one. I'm at Maryland. Yeah. Rutgers at 250 to yeah. one. Yeah. That's yeah. how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia Tech. Uh, that's a tough one, but I don't. Dude, this is not the Virginia Tech of um, Frank Beamer and Bud Foster. This is the Justin no. Fuente uh, Virginia Tech. Dude, that's going to be a really tough game. I'm going to give West Virginia the win at home there. Okay. Um, They lose at Oklahoma. They win at home against Texas Tech. But, dude, look at that. Okay, they play Virginia in that Maryland rivalry game. but like, And then they got Oklahoma. But they got three very winnable home games in those first five. Yeah. And then they go on the road to Baylor and TCU. I see them losing at TCU. And that's that's tough where you got to play a back-to-back road, road games. So, usually you want to go against a team on that. So I got them going one and one there, but let's just say I got them what at three and zero there. I got them at three and one, four and one, five and one, five and two, dude. Yeah, I don't see them getting more than seven wins. Okay, I got them at five and two, but here's the thing: then they get in the back stretch, Iowa State at home, Oklahoma State at home, Texas at home. Can't, they play Kansas on the road, they play Kansas, on the, yeah, Kansas and then they State. play Kansas State on the road. That's a tough one, but dude, I can see them going two and one against Iowa State, Texas, and Oklahoma State in those three. I mean, games. I think they're, I think they're losing to Iowa State. Here and here's why I give West Virginia credit on for these home games in this conference because that's the funky road trip in this conference. The way these conferences yeah. have been restructuring. There's they're always the one team. Yeah, they're the Hawaii. They're, they're the team that's like way off in the fucking. They're literally in the boonies. They're literally yeah. in the hillbilly country, away from all the rest of these like more midwestern, southwestern states. So I mean, that's a weird fucking road trip for anybody. So I think they're gonna bite a couple people at home, dude. Like I don't know. Like I I, I don't know. I I, I definitely, dude. I would load right now if I can get a line on West Virginia, Texas at home. Texas is definitely gonna be favored. I would. Pound that money line on West Virginia if I can get one on that right now. Because if someone's Texas gonna, is at West Virginia, yeah, dude, in in on November twentieth, dude. So, dude, there's a good chance it's snowing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, like that's what, so. Did you say you seen a line on it or you don't know? Yet? No, 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 no. But like, dude, if Texas is already like, if they were setting a line for that, like Texas plus three sixty or some god awful shit, I would yeah. jump all over that because like. I don't think people realize that's going to be a tough, shitty weather game. That tech, especially late season Sarkeesian, I don't think they're ready for that one at all. No, no. Oh my God, no. Yeah, if they have a rough start, he's going to be like mentally. Dude, like just... you look at that back stretch, man. Like, yeah, you know, that's what I guess it's true, though, dude. All roads lead back to Texas at the end of it in in, in this conversation for this episode <laughs> because the audacity they have to think that they're on this level that they're not. <laughs> um, all right, so the next three. Oh shit, I lost the my book. Got to log back in. But uh, next up, Kansas State, dude. Uh, dude, we've talked about them a little already, but I mean, they're that they're that wild card program in this conference. I feel or like, yeah, they they they're they're well coached always. Like they're gonna win. They're gonna win a game you're not expecting them to every year. 
their coach fits their program like perfectly like not only is, are they well coached but he's like the right coach for that school they do play in manhattan kansas which is better than playing in new jersey if you're a new york football team <laughs> I had to get that burn back in there again blow up uh, blow up central park yeah place if you, you listen to my nfc north preview with mike burns where i make the pitch to blow up central park and put an nfl stadium in there it's a pretty compelling pitch it, it's not the dumbest thing i've ever said on the show <laughs> i've said far dumber things um let's take a look at kansas state's win total right now actually i want to look at the west virginia real quick just okay. dude, it's over under at six and a half i could easily see them pulling seven and five yeah i think i have them written in at seven yeah. i think six i think that's a great and what what's the payout on that it's minus 130 if you want to go over and you get a little you get like a plus 105 plus 110 if you want to uh take the under on that so okay. they're trying to bait you into the under yeah because the sharps are pounding you over that's what yeah. that seems like to me um i think i'll take the winnings it's fine no, because, I mean, they just – I think they have a favorable home schedule. I mean, it's a tough conference. You're going to have a, some tough road games no matter how the schedule breaks for you. Right. Also, I do think it's worth bringing up here that this is one of those conferences. They do play nine home, conference games. Some teams play five home games. Some people play four home games yeah. in conference play. And that, like, that does play a little bit of a factor when you – I don't think it plays a factor for Oklahoma at the top. I think that plays a factor for Kansas State. I Like, the, the – uh, yeah, TCU, these more middle road teams in the conference. And, and speaking of which, with TCU, uh, they they don't have a bye game during conference play. They don't have a bye week at all during wow. conference play. So yeah, that I, I think just I mean their bye weeks are like Texas Tech yeah, and Kansas you know, State. They got Texas. them at uh, over under at five and a half. Uh, I could see I they have Kansas State Kansas State over under five and a half. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I'd go over. I, I mean, I have them at like nine and three at best, seven and five at worst. And there, it was like minus one twenty, minus one thirty juice. If you wanna, depending on the shop you go to for that. I'm so I write this one down. So Kansas State <laughs> over five and a half. Yeah, no, that's worth getting in on. It's funny to me that they have can't like for the Big Twelve championship odds. West Virginia, Kansas State, and uh, Texas Tech and Baylor are all at fifty to one. That's very. I mean, that's. Wait, what were, what were the teams? West Virginia, West Virginia, Kansas State, Texas Tech, and Baylor are all fifty to one. Some of them higher than others, but I would give. I would. I would think you'd need to give more. Um, I mean, they should all be long shots to win. Yeah, the they should all be long shots, but I think some of them should be mu- much more in that Rutgers range. I would not put Texas Tech and Baylor on that level with those other no. two teams. First of all, Texas Tech has a horrible coach. Yeah, they're like, awful. They, yeah, they're trash. Who's their coach? Uh, uh, Wells or something. Yeah, he was he was forty four and thirty four, something like that at, at Utah State. Like, yeah, they're at fifty to one. I wouldn't touch them with a ten foot dick any which way. In fact, I'd take the I'd take their under. Uh, and you know what? Here's the here's the thing I think about Texas Tech. Here's my hot take I'll have on them for this is that I think former quarterback Graham Harrell. I don't know if you remember him. I do. Um, I think he's going to be their head coach next year. He's an up-and-coming coordinator, and I can see him bringing that air raid, Mike Leach era, kind of back to Texas Tech. And I can see them being competitive in like five, six years if they bring him in next year. I can Um, see that. They got, they're yeah. over under at five and a half too. Well, because this guy's out the door. Like, they, yeah. I don't understand how he's still there. So maybe they're just holding on to him until Harold wants to come back. They're they're um, over under five like. and a half. I would almost I would call this the, the lock of the yeah. conference on the under. Like, yeah. I think their best case scenario, they're a four and eight team. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a good chance they're three and nine, two and ten, really looking like shit. I, I think six wins is a stretch. So big yeah. stretch. Yeah, like. They, they they have a running back on their team named Muddy Waters, who by the end of this season okay, will have cool. 60 starts. That's pretty cool. He played cool. at Duke, and yeah, it is pretty cool, but that's the only thing they got going for him. And Texas Tech is one, I don't know. To me, do you think this is a bowl team? That's all, with a Five and a half, here's how you got to look at it. Do you think that's a bowl team? No. Okay, well then you take the under. Look yeah. at Kansas State, five and a half. Do you think that's a bowl team? Y- yes. Okay, then Kansas you take State. the over. Like, yeah, exactly. That's right, super right. fucking easy on those, dude. Like, right, right. Yeah, I'm writing that tech down the under. Like, those are super, super easy picks. Uh, and like I said, you're going to have to shop around to get the right prices on these. There's yeah. so many books out there. I, I, I recommend using my bookie. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. there's other places, and if you're in other states, and you can find favorable stuff if you're if you're doing this. Um, 
I mean, that's probably half the fun. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to get wrapped up here in just a minute. At, well, for the team, this portion, then we'll get into the, the Heisman talk for a minute. Cool. All right. Um, so, yeah, Baylor and then Baylor at 50 to 1 2. Um, what can we say about the Baylor program other than they had more rapes on campus during the <laughs> Ken Starr administration than Dude. maybe any other program in history? How if you're you not saying? familiar with who Ken Starr is, <sighs> he was the prosecutor in the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky thing. So he's the prosecutor, the guy who uh, like held Senate hearings over a blowjob had more rapes under his watch in modern history than maybe any other football program, if I got that right. I think you're right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Sometimes I distort my facts a little to, no. to, to uh, suit my narrative. I wanted to make no, sure on that no, one. He's a, he's a real moral arbiter. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Huge fucking bucket of shit, dude. Like, and you didn't think Ken Starr was going to come up in this episode? No, I, did, did I didn't. But oddly enough, this morning, Ken Starr like, crossed my mind on an article I was reading this morning about something completely unrelated. So, well, also, dude, the, the other day, I somebody forwarded me an article. Do you know Jake Tapper? You, you know who, when I say Jake Tapper? Yeah, yeah, CNN. from CNN, yeah. He wrote an article when he worked for like the Washington City paper about in, in 1998. The title of the article was something like, I dated Monica Lewinsky. Oh, Jake Tapper, man. and I guess he dated Monica Lewinsky apparently too. I got like halfway through the article; it was blowing my mind. Of course he did. That's a lot of fun. It's a weird world, right? It's a very weird, weird world. Um, all right. So yeah, that's all I got to say about Baylor, really. I, mean, yeah, I think that's enough. Their basketball team just won the national championship, so they can suck at football. Hey, their football Didn't they coach kill a guy. Uh, dude, their no. basketball team killed a guy in like 1998. Okay, and the so, coach covered it up. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that like the Baylor basketball program, like it was hard for them to recover from that. So yeah, that, what happened was a player murdered another player, and the coach like helped co- like kind of covered so, it try up. Try not like, to la- try to say it without laughing. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if I got this right because this one's them. I don't know about these facts on this. this is where the, eh, I might I'll be right on that. I'm right on the Ken Starr stuff, but yeah. I forget about and, the the basketball murders. So like yeah, like. <laughs> They have a history, dude. Let's just say, and it it was a heartwarming story. What city is Baylor in? Waco, Texas. If you're not familiar with scandals there, the great work of David Koresh, one (laughs) of my all-time icons. Um, (laughs) Bringing up the rear, the premier basketball team of the conference over the you know history of it, Um, Kansas, three hundred to one. There's absolutely no chance there. And okay, I did have, I do have a lot I want to say on Kansas though, because. I'm so pissed they fired Les Miles. I, I, well, for fun, right? Yeah, because, dude, that was okay. guaranteed. He's a maniac. Guaranteed money last couple of years was just betting <laughs> against Kansas blindly every week. And they yeah, could. It's going to be hard to tell this. Dude, they this could not make those point spreads high enough. Like, they would be like, all right, Oklahoma, 48 point favorite. <laughs> Let's see the sucker that takes this sixty-three nothing. It's like not even a fucking contest. And no. now they got a new coach. I don't know too much about the new coach. He's but, good. But dude, like here's what's his name? Schooler? Uh, uh, Leopold. Leopold. That's what it was. Lance yeah. Leopold. They, yeah. yeah, Lance Leopold's good. Lance yeah. Leopold will get them to play competitively and watch. They'll upset someone this year probably, and that's gonna maybe really Texas. maybe te- dude. Dude, honestly, that's at Kansas, right? Uh, that's so. in Lawrence. If that's in Lawrence, dude, yeah. I could easily see Leopold but, pulling one but over have, on Sark. They, the, not, they have the better coach in that matchup. To Texas at home. Don't put too much credit on Texas at home. It could be at home too. It really yeah, no, you're right, credit. dude. They could yeah. lay it. They, dude, that would be, dude. Okay, I'm definitely when that game rolls up. I don't care what their records are at that point in the season. I'm betting Kansas money line, dude. That's yeah. going to be a fun one, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he'll be – I think in a couple of years they'll be a better team as long as they're in a, a conference. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get back to how where they were under Eric uh, – or what's his name? Uh, Mangino. Mangino. Like, dude, like yeah. he got them to like top five program status yeah. for a little bit there. And they're pretty good, but I don't know if they're going to get back to that. But, like, they should be respectable. There's no reason why yeah. they, they a Big 12 program shouldn't be better than that. But, man, like, getting rid of Les Miles was obviously because, like, them – UMass, like there are certain teams like Akron, New Mexico State, those teams the last few years. And I, I, okay, those other three, dude, Akron and New Mexico State this year, 
I'm telling everybody right now, just bet against them every week. Really? Just bet against them every week. They're fucking awful, and okay. they get embarrassed. Like, especially Akron, because, like, Ohio is a very rich talent-producing state, right? Yeah. But yeah. Ohio State takes all the cream of the crop, and then you have, like, Ohio, University of Ohio, um, like... Miami, Ohio. Miami of Ohio. Uh, what's the other one on that thing? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Toledo. Yeah. Like, all those teams are pretty decent for the most part, like, especially Toledo and Cincinnati. Like, dude, those teams will be ranked this year. Cincinnati, a top 10 team. And then, like, and then you have Akron, just, like, the run of the litter, just fucking taking whatever's left at the bowl. And the fact that they haven't been killed off a while ago says a lot about, you know, the, how, how football crazy they are in Ohio. I, like, I think it's just because they like the, the mascot. The Zips? Yeah. You know, that's what they call it, uh, Sicilian mobsters that are operating in the United States. Like people I, from Sicily. There's, no, I didn't cons- know that. They're considered zips. Yeah, it's a, sounds like a racial slur, I guess it, it is. It really does. When you said, do you know that's what they called? I was like, oh, please don't. Oh, God. Well, well, <laughs> you know, that's what they call gypsies. <laughs> but no, yeah, Kansas, dude, like, I, so I, I, don't, I don't know about how to play them this year with Leopold because, like, I'm definitely not blind betting against him. I think he covers some spreads for sure. They might be one of the better teams against the spread because if people aren't familiar with how big of a coaching upgrade that is, because Les Miles did win an LSU national. Here's the thing. He won a national championship at LSU with Nick Saban's players, and a lot of people gave him credit for that. Yeah. And so, like, if you think, oh, he's a good, better coach than Leopold because of that, you're, you're really misreading the room here. Yeah. Like I don't know why Leopold took the Kansas job. There's so he could have like, that would have been a better hire for Texas. Like, and I think three four years from now, when Scar- Sark's long gone and Leopold's building a team that's at least like competing for the Music City Bowl or some shit, people are gonna be looking at him going, you know that you know, they they could have had a chance at him, but they went with him instead. Like, okay, so Heisman Trophy odds, Spencer Rattler. Oh my God, dude, you know what he's at what now? I just checked the other day. He's at seven to one. He's now down to three to one. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, he's way up there, man. Ooh. I, uh, I, I was going to say at 7-1, 8-1, jump all over that. Too much can happen. Like, the, the leader at, like, week three usually isn't the person leading it. So, no, like, no. Why would it before the season matter, you know? Yeah, if you really like him to win, I would hold off for, like, until, like, week four, week five of the season. Yeah. Because there's going to be some guy out there that piles up a bunch of meaningless numbers and blowouts against shitty teams in the non-conference schedules. And they'll have these big numbers, and they'll be getting the hype. But then when it comes down to it in conference play, Rattler will probably be there putting up the numbers, giving you a better chance. Or just Alabama's quarterback. Dude, like, yeah, just... man. Like, So I think we cover pretty much everything we wanted to cover at this point. Anything else you wanted to add? Anything else from your research? Um... I was thinking something with the odds. Oh, coach of the year. Coach, uh, uh, oh, I was going to say that about Leopold. I think Leopold has a chance. I think in the same way with like the other criteria you've given, like a, uh, low that's more for NFL coach of the year, but yeah, I mean, I guess for conference coach of the year, it is kind of the same thing. I would go more maybe, uh, uh, Gandhi. Cause I if see, they win, I mean, if they get to ten wins, yeah. If they they're a double digit win team, or let's say they go eleven and one, and they only lose to Oklahoma, dude. Like, yeah, like that's sure, dude. That's you're looking like, dude. Not only are they looking like easily looking like coach of the year, they might 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 have an outside chance at the playoff at that point. Yeah, or I mean, Big Twelve championship at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that yeah. dude. Can you imagine a Bedlam rematch in the Big Twelve I championship? Would, I, they would give me – I'd have nothing but anxiety about it. That'd be that, wild. that rematch last year with Texas, and or was it the year before, it just was that was too much for me. And yeah, that is a kind of a fun format, though, because you're guaranteed to get a rematch in the conference championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, but then you're also guaranteed that if they're both, like, the two best teams, you won't get that other rematch in the You're playoff. not going to get the – well, that's why I say if, if they're 10-1 and one and they beat Oklahoma in the championship game – Hypothetically, they could both make the playoff at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have like, to be like two. Like, if, it would have to be like a bunch of teams, like, like a team like, like like Alabama for some reason gets two losses or whatever, you know, which right. is, I don't think is going to happen. But like, no, you never know. That's why college football. I love it. Um, I've been doing a lot of NFL episodes lately, so I'm glad to get back to college, dude. This was fun. Yeah, um, man, this is a blast. I the the thing about college football is like. Like you said, dude, they're a bunch of 18-year-old kids, like 19, 20, 21, 
22 tops for the most part, except like I said, BYU. Except for BYU, with yeah. Their, with their third, with like their guys are like they got guys on their team with a second mortgage already. Like right, they're all <laughs> married with children and a home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, dude, they're already on their second sister wife, third sister wife. Like <laughs> there's gray in their beard. Yeah. And like, dude, uh, no, I am big. Like, dude, I am big though on uh, former BYU quarterback Zach Wilson in the NFL this year. I think he's a stud. I think uh, when you throw, when you have Mitt Romney's nephews as your wide receivers in college, dude, you're probably gonna you're, you're gonna really enjoy NFL receivers at that point. Like, it's yeah. the exact opposite of like the the guys that come from the big programs that are used to the all American guys that throw yeah. to you. Yeah, it's um, like having the weight on the bat, and then you go out there and I'm like, wow, these guys catch it. Well, I don't have to do it for them. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, I didn't get too much in the transfer portal this year. I know Big Twelve had a lot of transfers all over the place. Uh, Oklahoma's running back came from Tennessee. Yeah, no, and that guy's a stud, dude. Very gray, yeah. Dude, yeah. that guy's a legit stud. And like, you add a running back like that to an already potent Shit. Oklahoma offense. That might be the guy that upsets uh, Rattler's Heisman opportunities. I mean, if you're if we're undefeated, because what is like Reggie Bush and Matt Liner, right? Well, it could be one of those situations where when they get in the red zone, if he ends up fucking popping off like twenty five touchdowns, he's looking. It'd be. That's he might take a little thunder. Offense, though, right? Like, like I still see them throwing it more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think Rattler. I, I, I this is going to sound crazy, but I could see him having one of those five thousand yard, five fifty touchdown seasons for them this year, and just it, if everything is what I keep hearing about it, I, I could, I could see that happening well, too. Because Lincoln I, I, Riley so hasn't had high. many two year starters at quarterback. Yet. No, no, I Baker, and that's it. Baker, and that's it. And the only yeah. time he's had one was Baker. And what do you do with the second year of Baker? He fucking oh, only go an overtime away from being in the national championship. Yep, and, and he went and I was one there, of my, by the way. Oh, oh, oh man, oh what a it was! It was fine. It was actually I we lost and I was happy. I was like, you know what? That was the best game I've ever been to. Yeah, and I mean, dude, like that one right away. Like I, I don't know that one and uh, Baker won Heisman. I don't know. That's why I think that I think that's why Rattler's at three to one odds for the Heisman because it's like yeah. Uh, he's done nothing but just crank out like that system just cranks out high and winning quarterbacks like dude yeah. like there's just yeah Murray Murray uh, too yeah and like yeah yeah when you have a second year starter in that system so yeah he, you hear to hear everybody Oklahoma minus one sixty to win the fucking conference championship game just do it like that dude this is why why are we wasting time I hate giving out a pick that that's that a big favorite like that that's a that, that chalky I like to be a little bit more sexy with my picks the fucking idea I, I like to, for people to make money. <laughs> this is the some of the easiest money I've seen. I laid out a scenario where they could be a nine and three team this year and still win that fucking conference championship game if they all beat up on each other. So yeah. uh, there's no excuse not taking it. Um, check out the None Taken podcast. Uh, explain to my my uh, my degenerates what you got going over there. Uh, we do current events and pop culture and a little bit of our personal life every week. We like, honestly, the reason we started, we started at the beginning of the pandemic, just out of anxiety. Yeah. That's uh, kind of what I did. Like, I have some connection. Right. I started this mid pandemic just out of like, right. okay, I got to do something like just some, an expression, an outlet. Right. And uh, we, we're, we're kind of, I don't know about you, but we're tired of everything that's news always being like ideologically driven. And we just wanted to be able to talk about news events or current events and news topics uh, in a way where we do share our opinions, but it's not so driven. No, I don't really like ideology playing in my news too much. I only read, that's why I only read the Christian science monitor. (laughs) (laughs) They're monitoring the world for you. you I only read Watchtower, the official magazine of Jehovah's Witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and that's where that's where i cite a lot of my stories from so check out none taken oh, dude, of Christian the, science and, dude i had a friend who's jehovah's witness and her mom kept sending her these fucking things and we is were this like a real website it's like stormfront but for no dude this is like a jehovah's witness like fucking news pamphlet that they give out like it's like their main publication oh. and like i was at my friend i'm not gonna name her because i don't want to embarrass her but we were like we like we were hanging out the bar a bunch of us then we all went over to her pad to after party and I found a sack of them, and I'm sitting there, and I'm reading them. And I'm just fucking like dying, laughing. And everybody in the house, like, like, what's so funny? Like, we're all like smoking weed and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, this fucking like, because there's like cartoon strips in there and shit. I'm all, this fucking religious fucking. Fan. She's like, oh, my mom's Jehovah's Witness. I'm all, can I take these? I'm all, I'm gonna read. And it's like, I spent like the next like month like reading those on stage, dude. Like <laughs> going up at open mics, being like, oh my god, you won't believe what these Jehovahs believe. This is insane. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> and little did you know, they actually, that's what they bring to your house when they knock on the yeah, door. Yeah, dude. Like, you could have been laughing at this. Dude, yeah, yeah. So anybody listening to this, you think you don't want the fucking literature from the Jehovah's. Take it. Let them in. Yeah, let them in. Fucking have them explain it to you. Hey, it's the best entertainment you'll get. And uh, with Mormons, you know, and I think the Jehovah's will do the same. They'll do chores for you. Like, hey, fucking wash my car while you're at it, you know? Like, like if you could sit through a timeshare, you could let the Jehovah's in. And yeah. Do some yeah. Jesus, yeah. don't be a dingleberry, yeah. everybody. Well, <laughs> that's, <laughs> thank you so much for and follow and subscribe to the None Taken podcast. And everybody, uh, so make sure you're following us on social media at Luxops Pod on Twitter and Instagram. What is it? At None underscore. Uh, you know, I really should know that better. It's if you search for none taken, we're the one with a zebra on our logo. Okay, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, we're at Luxops Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on the Patreon at Luxops Pod, where I'll be doing exclusive football content all season long. Um, I dude, Dustin, th- thanks again, man. This was a blast. I love doing this, these episodes talking football. I'm so jacked, and you know what? I just realized I get to fucking sweat out the final uh quarter. Of a couple of preseason games that I have the unders on right now, I, nice. I blindly took all the unders in Week One NFL preseason because I'm degening out. Make sure you degen out with me. Use our promo code at mybookie.ag promo code LSH and get that 50% bonus. I'm Scott. I'll be back. Uh, I think the next one I'm doing is the NFC West with two-time Emmy winner Ryan McKee. So be on the lookout for that one, everybody. I also got a lot of other great guests lined up for these. So. I will keep these coming all month, and I appreciate it. Goodbye.